A hungry stomach, empty pocket, and broken heart can teach us the best lessons in life. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. Thank you for joining me today. You can subscribe to the podcast on all the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also subscribe where all podcasts are distributed, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. For a limited time, my listeners can get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. A hungry stomach, empty pocket, and broken heart can teach the best lessons in life. So let's not make light of these three things that can happen to us because none of them are pleasant. Not being able to eat and going hungry, that's no fun. Having no money, going broke, well, that's certainly no fun. A broken heart, that's definitely no fun. So why is it that the most painful things can teach us the best lessons in life? That's what we're going to talk about today. So I um, I hope you guys are having a great day. And I'm, I'm pretty excited about going into this topic because we do have a tendency to to fall into these traps in our life. And, and a lot of them are not within our control. Some of them are within our control. But really, at the core of pretty much all of these examples is humility and gratitude. You know, this is, this is one of the things that is somewhat obnoxious about being a human being is our tendency to take everything for granted. I don't know if you're like me, but this this is a constant point of annoyance for me. Is that I have to put forth effort to be grateful for all the blessings I have. I really do wish it came more naturally. You know, because I I genuinely believe, and I've talked about this on the show before, I believe that happiness and joy are directly connected to the amount of gratitude we have. And are we good at this? You know, are we good at reevaluating our life situation and realizing how great we have it? And and this is for some reason incredibly difficult for most of us to do. So a hungry stomach, you know, it reminds us of how important it is simply just to, to, to have food. You know, when, when you've gone how many hundreds of years? Well, probably a hundred years, actually. It's not even that much longer. Like if you, if you look at the current life situation of our society, you don't have to go back that far to realize that just getting food was the entire purpose of your existence. Is keeping yourself and your family fed was the entire purpose of your life. That that's what you did. Well, it was one of it was one of the main purposes. It was one of the main functions of your life. And so you don't. We don't have to go back that far, you know, to see that. And then you, 
you stop to think about today, it's like we have so much food in abundance compared to the way things were that it's incredible that we forget or we take for granted and we don't appreciate it. So most of us may never actually experience that life lesson of, of going hungry. There may be some people in the audience who, who know what that's like, not being able to afford your food. And when you've come back from that, you have that perspective. You know, if you've, if you've had the opportunity to be poor, <laughs> I know you don't hear that every day. But when you have the opportunity to come from less, don't even have to be poor. And you've worked through and, and worked your way up to having when you didn't have or you are able to provide for people and your family in a way that, that you were never provided for. That's an amazing lesson because you have that perspective always to bank on for gratitude. It's the same thing with empty pocket. You know, an empty pocket can te teach us the best lessons in life. You know, when we, we make bad financial decisions... You know, everybody could tell us all day long we need to save and we need to not use credit cards and we need to not go into debt. You know, I don't know if you guys have heard of Dave Ramsey and I followed him quite a bit in my 20s. Incredibly wise guy, you know, very intelligent, great, great, uh, great program he has. You know, it's uh, called the Total Money Makeover. If you read his book, he was a real estate aficionado early in his life and he borrowed a ton of money and he describes at the beginning of his book how he reached a point where he was so broke because he had overextended himself that he couldn't even afford to put gas in his car and it took kind of that bottom of of having a fam you know having a family and, and facing destitution and potential bankruptcy for him to kind of turn his life around, you know, and that's what taught him the, the, the value of not going into credit card debt and overextending yourself. And he, he started to realize that he was enslaved to all these people around him, but that is his story. Like that's the core of his story. Like that experience was the cornerstone of his entire total money makeover program that he built from the ground up. You know, it was that those empty pockets that that pushed him to learn that deep wisdom and, and to continue to pursue deeper wisdom. You know, it, it put him in a state of humility and he it, which made him teachable. What about a broken heart? I don't want to make light of this one because broken hearts, man, the things we do to each other. You know, it's one thing if you neglect your house, your car. You know, you neglect something that is an inanimate object. It's not another human being. Or you take for granted your food or your money. You know, like the, the, begin, the first two parts of this quote. Because when you take those things for granted, you don't inflict harm. But man, relationships. 
when you not only take it for granted, but there's betrayal, there's lies, there's cheating. These things hurt, man. These hurt people deeply. And it's it's hard for me to 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 even really kind of put words to what your pain may be if you're going through something like this because people experience these things differently and i i think the broken heart thing and i have talked about this in in previous episodes i i think it i think we go through all the stages of grief much like much like somebody's actually died you know i i and I'm going to go ahead and Google the stages of grief because I I do want to talk about this particular topic because I, I think it's really important right now because people are using each other. People are using each other now for like their objects, you know, and we, we have a cultural trend going on right now with this hookup culture thing where we're objectifying each other and just using each other and throwing each other away, which... I'm not judging you, but I'm telling you that, that that is a path that leads to a lot of pain. But on, on that subject, when, when, we, when we dehumanize people and we start to objectify them and we start to take them for granted, which, like I said, we all have this tendency to do this. You know, we take the things in our life for granted. But when we do this, it, um, it, it can inflect, inflict a massive amount of pain. On those relationships. And I'm going to dig into that here in a little bit. But first, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading, but you don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out because you listen to this show for a limited time, you can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's right, for 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life and they may change yours too. So pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing dot org and sign up right now. So this subject of, of, of taking each other for granted and betrayal and broken hearts. I genuinely believe life is a is a cycle of, of deaths and resurrections. And as we experience these these horrible moments of betrayal or whatever it may be, you know, we, we almost have to go through grief like, like somebody died, you know? Um, and it doesn't have to be relational. It could be a literal death is another example of a broken heart. You know, so it doesn't have to just be relationships, but the five stages of grief, the first one is denial. You know, we all go through the denial portion of it and then we go through anger Bargaining, depression, 
and then hopefully eventually acceptance. Now, obviously, we all bounce between these, between being depressed and then being angry, and then we'll feel a little better, and then we'll be bargaining and go into denial, and then we'll feel a little better, and then we'll go into acceptance, but then something will remind us, and then we'll go back into anger or bargaining. So we bounce between all of these. You know, I genuinely think we go through all of these stages of grief, you know, relationally. And then hopefully we come to a point of acceptance, you know, at some point. And that can take, it can take day, hours, it, it can take minutes, it can take hours, it could be day, take days, weeks, months. I think the better we understand ourselves and the deeper we understand ourselves, the quicker we can recover from these things. And the, and the deeper we understand reality as well. You know, the deeper we understand that human beings are flawed. And, and a, lot of the, a lot of our things, all our relationships are fragile. You know, and this is why it's important not to take each other for granted. That's why it's important not to objectify each other and treat us, treat each other like we are uh, another accessory. You know, we, it's one thing, like I said, it's one thing to do it with objects in your life. It's quite another to do it with other human beings. And some people, they're just, they've been hurt so badly in the past and they've been uh, damaged that they don't even know how to not objectify people. And by the way, this objectification thing doesn't just mean sexually, which is generally the, the, the context in which that's used. But this can be, you, you can, you can objectify people in, in just about any imaginable way. Uh, you can objectify them emotionally. In other words, you can just take them for granted and not even you just draw from them as if they're there just to satisfy your needs. Um, yeah, you can do it physically. You can do it emotionally. You can do it spiritually. You can just drain people. And so this is this is the tendency we need to to avoid, you know. And like I said, it really drives me insane because there's a there is a. I don't know what it is. There's a natural tendency to take, especially if things are going well, to take things for granted. And I think that's why this quote really is so immensely helpful. Because a hungry stump, stomach, an empty pocket, and a broken heart can teach us the best lessons in life. And a lot of, in a lot of ways, the best lessons in life are rooted in not taking them for granted. You know, it's, it's, it, it always goes back to that gratitude thing. You know, finding a way to be grateful for what we have. And if things are going well for us, it is harder to be grateful. Sounds ridiculous. Unless we came from a historical point of suffering and our current life contrasts so heavily from that, that point of reference makes it incredibly difficult, can make it incredibly difficult to be grateful. And so what's interesting about this, and I, I guess if we do elaborate on this as a society, is like when you come from a society of abundance where everything is so good, your point of reference is always something so stable and good. And so as you kind of get older and things do fall apart, it's harder to be grateful when you don't come from lesser because it's hard to think you're progressing. You feel like you're regressing. 
And so what can we do? What can we do to, to get better at this gratitude thing? I think, I think having a gratitude list is probably the number one. And for those of you who don't know what a gratitude list is, it's pretty simple. Just get a yellow manila, manila envelope, uh, sorry, <laughs> get a yellow notepad and a pen and just write, start writing down a list of all the things you're grateful for. And then fold the list up, stick it in your pocket. You could also open up your an app, like open up the notes app on your phone and just start typing out a list of all the things you're grateful for. And then when you wake up in the morning, visit the list, read them out loud. And then before you go to bed, open the list, say it out loud. And as, as, idea, as ideas kind of pop into your head throughout the day or the week, I'm grateful for my, my friend. Be specific too, by the way. Be very specific. And, and if you can, say why. You know, like ex explain to yourself why you're grateful for that thing. Don't just say the thing. So like you can say, I'm grateful for my, my job. Because not everybody has one. And not everyone can afford to pay their bills right now. That's a great example of an item on a gratitude list. I'm grateful for my relationship. Because not everyone has one right now. And having a good stable relationship is rare. And hard to come by. I'm grateful that I have a best friend. Because confiding in somebody and having somebody you can talk to about things is rare. And not everybody has that. So so have have these items and as more pop into your head, keep keep cataloging them. And then when you wake up in the morning, revisit it. Just and you don't have to spend an immense amount of time with it. Just read through it. Read it out loud to yourself. And kind of let that soak into your brain. I know this sounds really cheesy. But as you get into this routine of reminding yourself, hopefully when you observe something bad happening to somebody, you remember that that could be you. You know, it, 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 there's so many things that can go wrong, you know, and if we're not fully aware of just how things can fall apart and how quickly they can fall apart, given the right circumstances, it's really hard to be grateful. And so we should remind ourselves of that. We should remind ourselves how quickly things can fall apart so that we can remind ourselves how lucky we are at that moment. Because I believe as we, as we get better at this gratitude thing, in, in my experience, the way this has gone is the more I can convince myself and remind myself about how lucky I have it, the happier, more joyful I am. And also the less I crave new things. You know, you, you stop chasing things outside of what you have. Like I said, I don't do this perfectly, but the better I do it, the more content I am, I guess is probably the appropriate word for it. It's easier to be content when you, when you have good perspective. And sometimes you have to, Another good thing to do is sometimes you have to watch a movie where other people went through these hardships. Like a great film that just popped into my head was uh, Cinderella Man. 
And that was a, a movie by Ron Howard. It's uh, got Russell Crowe in it. It was a book about, it was a movie about a boxer in the Great Depression. And the reason it's a great film, there's a lot of reasons it's a great film, but one of the, one of the main reasons it's a great film is because you see what people went through at that time. And you also see the type of people they were. And how that hardship made them into people of genuine character. Now, did it turn them all into people of genuine character? No, of course not. But but there were people who were able to turn those hardships into something absolutely beautiful. And the film is is amazing. I mean, it's just, it's just a great film. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. But sometimes watching those movies, reading stories, reading the news of what's going on in the world, that should that should give us gratitude. Assuming the news is actually reporting real things. You know, hopefully it, it helps us to kind of not take what we have for granted. And that's really the goal, is to find a way to remind ourselves that what we have is so precious and, per- and great and it may not be perfect, and, and it's not perfect. There's plenty of problems with it, I'm sure. But but it, it's 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 good. You know, there's most of us have have many good things if we're willing to look for them. Because what's the alternative, right? What is the alternative? If we don't have gratitude, what do we have? Bitterness, resentment, anger, jealousy. And we all we have those things without context. And like to me, there's no depth to that darkness. You know, when you start to envy other people, you don't know them. We don't know their circumstances. You know, once we start down that road of of wishing we had somebody else's XYZ, whatever that might be, we don't know the amount of suffering and work that goes into Don't you think it's a little bit ridiculous? This is kind of a side tangent and it's something that I laugh about at myself often. Isn't it funny how you are looking at something somebody else has? And saying, man, I wish I had that. My life would be better. And like that same person is looking like right back at you and saying the exact same thing. Isn't that just kind of ludicrous that that's how we are as people? We get so, we crave novelty and something different so much. It's, it's that we can literally look at, two people can look at each other's lives and wish they had it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so ridiculous that we do this. And, and it, it, it it's, What's the, uh, what's the quote? Men lead lives of quiet desperation. Oh, that's a real popular. Lead lives of quiet desperation. This is, uh, yeah, Henry David Thoreau. The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. You know, it's like, it. it it's, we are constantly looking outward. For that next thing that will give us purpose and meaning. Rather than stopping to um, to appreciate what we have. This is interesting. Henry David Thoreau's quote, The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation was an observation that most people live an empty life caused by unfulfilling work. Lack of leisure time and misplaced values, money, possessions, and accolades. I like that misplaced values, money, possessions, and accolades, because that's what we do, right? You know, we uh, we take things for granted, and we misplace 
We put value on things that really don't deserve value. We, we, we give our attention to things that don't deserve our attention. And I think that this, this quote that we talked about today is, is it's something that the reason a hungry stomach, empty pockets and broken hearts teach us the best lessons in life is ho hopefully those catastrophic events or those temporary setbacks realign our perspectives. It, it forces us to value the appropriate things. And that's really all we can hope for, you know, in, in a hardship is is having it realigned it's like well at least i have this and this is a good thing you know i gotta stop looking outside of myself for for contentment you know i have to value things that are eternal now, that's a biblical principle too you know looking you know um it's like god doesn't look at the external he looks at the heart because in the heart are eternal things. So even though the world may fall apart around you and your relationships may dissolve and your friendships may dissolve and people may die, I mean, what is in your heart is eternal. You know, we have the ability to internalize and develop a skill of gratitude and appreciation that will help us through when the external falls apart. And it will help remind us that looking outside of ourselves for something is, is a lie. It's a lie. Uh, the greener grass syndrome is a real thing. And everybody is subject to it. Being restless in the lack of novelty in our day in, day out, that's, that's a normal part of the human condition and the human existence. And so... All we can do is is try to change our perspective. So yeah, so let's work on those gratitude lists. That's one of the I think that's one of the best methods we can use and and watching stories of other people and learning our history, learning where people have been in the past. And then to stop looking at other people who are pretending to have it so well. They do not have it that great. Everybody is suffering. Everybody, I don't care how rich they are, their suffering is different, but it's not, they are, I promise you, everybody is dealing with their own self-esteem issues, um, they're dealing with their own insecurities, lack of information, lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, they're navigating it with the best of their ability, and if you have more money, you have better ability to hide it, that's for sure, you can drown yourself in pleasures to avoid the heart issue. I think uh, there is that scripture. It's like it's it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And I don't think that he meant that just in the context of salvation. I don't think Jesus meant that. I think what he meant was it's when you're rich, it's incredibly easy to cover up your heart. To, to drown your heart in distractions than it is to face reality and strengthen your character. I, I think that, <clears throat> I think, and even in my experience, it's 100% true. It's easier to take things for granted when things are going well. It just is. I hate that that's a reality, but it's a reality. 
This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. Thank you for stopping by today. Before you go, please like, share, and subscribe on your favorite social network that helps feed the algorithms to help the show grow. Also, leave a five-star review wherever podcasts are distributed. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and should be on all the other major, major podcast networks. This show is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Right now, my listeners can sign up at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. So swing by and sign up. It helps the show, and it'll help you, I promise. Audiobooks are fantastic. It's a great, great hobby. You can go back and listen to all those classics. A hungry stomach, empty pocket, and broken heart can teach the best lessons in life. So let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today, because as always, that's all we can do. I will talk to you all tomorrow.